1: And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to Quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.
2: Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra.
3: Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Don't Blame Me. And today, our wonderful patriotic guest is Nikki Limo. Hey! Once you guys see the video, you'll understand what I mean. I by just voted. Patriotic.
4: <laughs> I have a sticker that says I voted because I did. Because you're voted. the best.
3: Thank you. I think everyone. Gosh. You're. I think are you the only one who's voted out? I mean, as out of out right of this now, circle that's in this room. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh, I am. You yeah. are. We're well, voting,
5: but we are voting. Later. But they no, they will vote. They
4: are voting. Yeah. They do vote. I hope you all fucking voted. Mm-hmm. Yeah because yeah, this, this episode will come you out you better have voted or else whatever's happening in the world right now is your fault <laughs> it's your fault true because <laughs> this episode will come out in December
5: true. oh shit so you'll really know if <laughs> yeah. the world is burning yeah, <laughs> yeah. so you fuck
4: will feel all bad. of you
3: if you didn't vote <laughs> and you caused it and yay if we've uh, changed the world uh, yeah to make it a better place I'm or a less ever, terrible place yeah just everyone my playing, standards are uh, low right now everyone's so playing low. harps and yes. getting along and having sex and oh my gosh I, mean, I just, all yeah. I want is just like not like the terrible stuff I'm like you know we don't have to necessarily improve but like let's just, just not go backwards. Stuff. Right. So yeah. um Yeah, maybe yeah. like less murder. Oh, I'd be into that. Maybe less murder. I'd totally be yes. into it. <laughs> we have a saying here where you can't own an Apple TV and also be a racist. And like <laughs> I would just love if we like followed through with that thing of being like, you don't get to like reap the perks of living in this century and then also be a total. Idiot. Yeah. Yeah. I like that rule. Yeah. Thankfully, all of my friends own Apple TVs; and they're not racist. <laughs> I have an Apple TV. <gasps> Me, I have two Apple TVs. Whoa, you're Sweet. double not racist. <laughs> yeah. Or does it cancel
4: it out and now you're racist? Ooh, oh gosh, something <laughs> to think about check yourself. No, no they're two positives. Two positives. two positives
3: equal positive. Yeah. That's positive. 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 Yes. Uh, so this is an advice podcast. Uh, people call in; they leave us voicemails, and uh, then we give them some advice. And our lovely producer here is Melissa. Hello. A a a uh and our phone number if you guys want to call in for an upcoming episode is 310-694-0976 and our email address for international callers is meganpodcast at gmail.com and uh it's gonna be good are you good at giving advice I hope so. <laughs> I mean, it depends on the type of advice. Do you give unsolicited advice? Uh, not unsolicited. Oh, that's. Oh yeah. You're a better person. It's always than me. solicited,
4: but I, you know, I can't wait to give that solicited advice. Oh,
3: it's, it opened like you. I always thought, because I'm an unsolicited advice kind of person. Okay. I always thought that I, I couldn't deep dive more, but then the power that you have when someone actually wants to hear what you have to say. Yes. You're like, hold my hoops. Yeah. Let me tell you. As long as <laughs> I have permission. This.
4: Oh, you're in oh, for a right. I'm going
3: in because like now you've signed up for. This. Yes. yes. Like this isn't just me like trying to tread lightly without being like I don't want to offend you. I'm right. like oh no, you ask. And here's the thing. I think you're a bad friend
4: if you don't tell the truth.
3: Oh, I think you are too.
4: If you're a good good friend, you will tell them the things that they don't want to hear. Yeah. Or
3: maybe you say something nice and they're like, oh, phew, I was yeah. right. And that's that's cool. But at least they know that they can trust your word. Mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. I always hate, though, when friends don't ask your advice on something or your opinion. You're like, <laughs> please ask <laughs> me just because dying. I have one. Like, I got one and I really think you should hear it. But I'm not <laughs> going to tell you until you tell, ta- like, you ask me what I think. Sometimes I ask if I can have their permission. Oh, my, you my, know. my friend she was dating this guy and we went out together and... She was like a little tipsy, and then I was like, "I have to go to the bathroom. Do you want to come with me?" And she's like, "Sure." And we get in the bathroom. I was like, "How drunk are you right now?" She goes, "I mean, like, I'm a little tipsy." And I was like, "Like, I'm gonna tell you something, and I need you to remember it, but I need you to not be mad at me." And she's like, okay, "Okay, I feel like that's good." I was like, "You need to dump him. He's the worst fucking guy in the entire goddamn world." She's that's like, a good friend. Okay, that's a good friend. You're probably right. And then it took like three more months before she did, but uh, she got there. But at least she, she got, got there. there. Yeah, she did. Breakups she's, are hard to do. Oh yeah, I don't know if I've ever. I've uh, I've ghosted a couple people. Oh, that's usually me. Yeah, I'm guys, a ghoster. <laughs> no, no more I'm, of that. Don't oh, do this. But, but see, she's in
5: a long I, relationship okay, now. Like now, okay. I wouldn't. Yeah. I
3: tried to ghost him. It didn't okay. work. <laughs> I would rather. But here is the thing, though. Like I'm a big believer in like do onto others what you would want done to you. Mm-hmm. I would rather be ghosted oh, than you would 100% really? than someone be like hey, I'm just not that into, like no, yeah. I don't want to hear it. I'm really? Like, yeah. It's like
5: my exes is like 50-50 it's like either like I'm still really good friends with them or uh-huh. I just ghosted them.
4: With ghosting though, yeah. I just never feel like there's closure when people ghost. Oh, we don't We don't f- believe, believe in closure. In closure. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh I need we it. to be more inclusive to <laughs> guys because <laughs> we're yeah. aligned on everything like we yeah. don't do that here. We <laughs> haven't voted either so who yeah. are we're going to vote <laughs> we just were busy this morning
3: <laughs> but no yeah we don't believe in closure why why is that that's so curious okay, so you know it's so funny the first conversation we had with this I think was Ashley and Ashley was yeah. wearing a very similar outfit to she you must. right <laughs> now and, and she I'm, just like, didn't I just get like look you. over and I'm like wow I can talk to you about closure it's like I've already done this yeah, she um, had on like the exact exact so funny <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding bandana at all Ashley.
4: maybe because you need closure on this yeah, subject
3: literally it's full circle it is um, so our feeling on closure is if you need like especially in a relationship or anything like that like whoever was the reason why you ended your relationship is not ever going to be part of like you moving on like I think like if anything the only time you'd get closure is if you like you want to talk to your like ex or whatever and like talk it out A, you're really going into, you want to get one thing. Like you want that satisfaction of either like I fucked up, I really miss you or all of this stuff. But like most of the time, the answers, you're not going to get the one answer that you're looking for. And the only time closure would happen is if like they end up being a complete and total jerk and then you're like, okay, yeah, I was right.
4: You're a jerk. Hmm. For me, it's like, a, a puzzle, like a jigsaw puzzle, and then there's like pieces missing, yeah. And I just want to finish the fucking puzzle. But then, do they ever help you do that? Yeah, really. Yeah. So, totally. like, uh, like years later, like it'll be like seven years later. Oh, okay, that's, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, our, that's that's our, our, our exception. Yeah. yeah. That's oh, okay. exception. Okay. Yeah. It
3: has to be years later because mm-hmm. it's usually people are trying to get closure in a relationship like within like a couple months. Oh yeah. no no no! And that's not a thing because it. You, the only way you could get closure is when you don't need the closure. It's like when you're already good and you've moved on and everything's fine, that's when it happens. Yeah, I can agree with that. As soon as you're trying to like tie up loose ends with somebody, like it's, it's just you. if you if you still have like feelings there, yeah. and And you're,
5: you're you're giving them like a way to say,
3: "Oh no, I messed yeah. up." Yeah, that's
5: what you're waiting for. Mm, yeah, mm. you're
3: waiting for that moment. Until you're not waiting for that, mm-hmm. then you can get the closure. Because also, then you don't give a shit. What do you feel about closure with friends? Because
4: I've been ghosted by friends before. Oh, I do
5: that all um, the time. Too. Oh Jesus, <laughs> same,
4: same, same. I just get like t- monsters. I get tired I of people. <laughs> yeah, same. No, no, that's, that's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> but like good friends or just acquaintances it's no, usually good holy shit <laughs> alright <laughs> <laughs> it takes it takes a while
5: to like actually be my friend and then mm-hmm. I'll just yeah. be like mm, we're not on the same page anymore.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and also people who put in more effort than you for yes. like most of the time you're like yeah. dude if this was like if you put in equally as much effort as i have we would have not been friends like yeah. five months Stop ago being yeah. so thirsty. but like yeah like you're trying like you really put all this effort in, and i've kind of just like been where you've at like i'm like okay sure but oh, yeah, I, I get mean, it you didn't give me the opportunity to prove that like i don't really get you friend that you. i'm the worst okay
4: <laughs> yeah i've been ghosted by people where like it takes me a while to become friends with someone too because mm-hmm. i like just have trust issues because yeah. once once oh, you're yeah. my friend, I'm like so fucking loyal, mm-hmm. and so like very few people are in this like tight yeah. friendship circle. And so if one gets in, it's, and then they like become a shitty friend, I'm like, how did you? How'd you <laughs> yeah. How did you make it through the vetting process? How did you make it through this? In, like, how did you infiltrate? Right. And and then I'm just so confused about like oh, where did I go wrong? Like where did I where did mm-hmm. I misstep and allow yeah. this person in this circle? And it <laughs> drives me crazy until I can figure out the reason why. It didn't work out. And then I'm like, oh, okay. then I can let it go. Yeah. Yeah. But until then, I'm just like, why the fuck is that bitch such a bitch? And I'm just like, yeah, Yeah. I'm just mad. And I I don't like to harbor like mad energy or toxic energy. And Mm so it's almost like not getting this piece of the puzzle, like it makes it impossible for me to let that go. And I hate that.
5: Yeah. See, sometimes I'll ghost people and then I just need that distance for Mm. a few months and then we'll become friends again. Okay.
4: Yeah. I've definitely like let distance happen. Yeah like full on like not responding to confrontations I, mm-hmm. yeah definitely oh. never done mm-hmm. I need to reevaluate
3: myself <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <laughs> shitty person cool. we both
5: do I also have terrible
3: anxiety with when I think everyone's mad at me so I'd rather just not respond to someone and then let them be mad at me and know that's why they're mad at me as opposed to like so you come up with, for yes, yes. Mm-hmm. so it's not so like it's a self-fulfilling prophecy I'm like I think you're mad at me I'm, like well at least if I don't respond I know why you're mad at me so then I, I know like, I like can control the that anger I see because I I'm insane. <laughs> yeah. Just a little bit. I understand the thought process. Yeah. <laughs> I get that way
4: too. And then I'm just like, wait, but this makes me feel better when this goes away. Because yeah. oh, for t- some reason this feeling totally. doesn't go away or it just stays attached. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, it's better for my aura if I just yeah. like confront the issue that I'm scared of.
3: <sighs> Which is odd because I'm also very confrontational. Huh? I'm not at all. No, yeah. no, not at- I could not see... You no.
5: That's why I just ghost people.
3: Yeah, (laughs) but like not even in like a like a oh I'm scared of that. You're like too much effort. I'm just like I don't (laughs) care. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, guys, I guess we can start and give some advice. Yeah, should
6: we give some advice now? I'm 18. I recently started college, and to put it as simple as can be, I'm not having the most fun. I've kind of struggled with depression for quite a while, more recently through high school, and. Now, I am without some of the friends that I have had throughout high school, and it's really hard making friends here. I've been throwing myself out there like a million different ways, and it just hasn't worked so far, and so I'm really kind of lonely. I'm only about an hour and a half away from home, but it's still kind of far. My sister goes to university only 20 minutes away from our home, and I see her going home on Sundays and having dinner with the family or my mom coming up and having lunch with her when she has a break from work and different things like that. And really, I'm kind of getting FOMO, you know. I love my roommate and there are certain things I love about my campus, like the liberal politics and stuff, but I'm just not super happy. And so I've kind of been thinking that at the end of this academic year, I'm going to Reevaluate and maybe transfer to the college my sister goes to, which is only 20 minutes away from home. So, if I'm lonely and without friends there, at least I'm only 20 minutes away from my family. What do you think I should do? Should I soldier on because this is the university I picked? Should I keep putting myself out there? Should I do what I said by reevaluating at the end of the year?
4: I don't know. Just help me out. I think this is not so black and white mm-hmm. because. There's a lot of reasons someone can be unhappy. She mentioned she struggles with depression. And if you have depression, it really doesn't matter if you're at that college or you're at the college closer to your house or you're at home or mm-hmm. you're around people, you're not around people, you're going to not be happy. It yeah. just is. Like you have depression. If it's outside factors, like the stuff at this particular college is stressing you out, or you think that, like, you're lonely and you'll never make friends here. And so you need to go back to your old friends. Then I don't know, maybe, maybe you'd be a little happier if you knew some people. But I also think that the, these are like the best parts of your life is the figuring out part. Because once you like become happy on your own, you can be happy anywhere. Mm -hmm. And you, and even if you have depression, you can find, if you find ways to work through it and, and stuff that like gets you past those really, really hard parts, that's like the best piece of life to find
3: yeah you know no I I agree I think uh yeah I think there you got to figure out exactly what it is about this school that specifically makes you unhappy and then also I would say I don't know if you've talked to your sister about it yet but talk to her I think the thing that I learned as a college dropout. Hell um, yeah, me too. Hell yes. <laughs> um, what I learned. Thank God, I've been. I, I'm always outnumbered. Actually, I'm not always no, outnumbered. Most of my friends didn't go to college. Um, actually, here because it's LA. Yeah. But uh, usually, she's giving me shit for not going to college. No, it's not the for everyone.
5: Statements that you make it's regarding the Yeah, college. I'm like now that I'm done with college. <laughs> You're like, she's no, like now just... that when I was post
3: grad, I was like but you didn't graduate. <laughs> <laughs> I meant the age. I was post drop out yeah I was like all of my friends graduated so I was the age of post right 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 like, that it's makes sense an age bracket that's what it is it's easier for people to digest yeah. it has nothing <laughs> to do with a degree I did or did not get um <laughs> but I would say figure out talk to your sister about it and um find out if she's happy because I think as soon as I kind of like swallowed my pride and admitted like to like a couple of my friends being like so I first admitted to uh my one of my best friends and she's two years younger than us and she's my best friend's little sister they're both like my sisters and I called her like crying being like I hate this school your sister's so happy at college everybody's so happy at college and I don't know what to do and she's like literally like a junior in high school being like oh man I don't know what to do like I'm so sorry like trying to like (laughs) help me and she was like panicking and freaking out and uh then she was talking to somebody else about it and their sibling, who was one of my friends, he was like, yeah, my sister's like really hates school. And she was like, wait, Megan hates school. Mm -hmm. And so then I ended up calling my friend and being like, yeah, this is terrible. And she was like, oh my God, I'm so glad somebody else had said this. And I think everybody, I mean, it's just like the Instagram highlight reel in general, nobody really likes to talk about or show if they don't love something. Mm -hmm. And especially college, like I felt so much pressure to have such a good time because A, I was... I don't know, like there's so many movies and TV shows about people going to college. And like, it was supposed to be the greatest time ever. And my friends who had older siblings, and it was so cool and fun that I was like, oh my God, what the fuck did I do? I hate it here. Like, I'm doing it wrong. And then when I started talking to a couple of my other friends and they also really hated it and were super miserable, A, that made me feel a lot better of knowing like, wow, okay, it's not just me. You're not alone. And then when I ended up leaving and my other, two of my other friends and the friend that I called two years later, when she went to college, she ended up transferring and going to a different school. And we, she was able to like talk to me about it, which was nice. All of us ended up, uh, I ended up dropping out, but those two ended up transferring to schools that they really, really loved. And I think once you can have like a conversation about it and about what makes you unhappy and if it's not just the FOMO, because your sister might be like, she might, not that I'm saying like this could, I could be totally off basis, but like she might (coughs) like be spending so much time at home because she also hasn't made friends. And she's also wondering maybe, maybe I'm really relying on being home so much and that's not why I'm not making friends. So I think there's a lot of factors going into it, but I think if it's affecting your mental health and- there are aspects that, like, yeah, are just detrimental to you. Then I think reevaluating and making like a decision that's going to make you happy is a good thing. And something that I, I don't know, I wish someone had told me is like the college experience can be whatever experience you want it to be. Like, yeah. college, like, point blank, is school. Yes. <laughs> like, it's it's classes, it's getting an education, it's getting a degree. But so much of it right now is relied on the social aspect and like the independence and growing up and doing all of these different things, which that experience works for some people. And sometimes it doesn't work for other people. Like my friend just graduated and she went to a four year university for a year, dropped out then went home, did community college and then moved into another campus, like to a different school, hated it there. And was like, fuck it. I'm going to move home. I'm going to just take these classes. I'm going to get it done. And I'm going to like, I'm going to do that. And everybody had such a hard time with it. Cause they're like, well, you're going to miss out on this experience. Right. I hate when people no. pro- project that. And you're like, if I don't like this experience and I don't want this experience, like I can, that sh- shouldn't mean that like I have to endure something that makes me unhappy to get an education when really I just have to get the education. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. That's why I hated my twenties because Mm -hmm. um, I'm just not
4: a, going out person yeah. like I like being at home with my cats mm-hmm. and I felt so pressured to like everyone would be like you need to get out and have fun have mm-hmm. fun have fun I'm like yeah but this isn't fun mm-hmm. I'd go out in a, in a little dress I'd be fucking cold. freezing cold I have to stay in a line which I hate lines That's hate lines. then I go to this loud club where I can't hear anything mm-hmm. and then some smelly guy is hitting on me and I don't like that And uh, and then I just want to get a drink but it takes so long to get a drink And it's $13 and and it's $13. And then by the time I get a drink, it's like we almost have to go. And Mm -hmm. it's like it's not fun. Yeah, I never felt like, oh, that was worth it. Yeah. You know, and then when I just finally admitted to myself that like, oh, these are the things I think are fun, Mm -hmm. which is staying at home and like doing arts and crafts or whatever I'm doing. I felt like a, like a ownership of my own happiness. Yeah. And I think that's just something that you, everyone needs to find. And it is really easy to look on Instagram and see everyone being happy and like having mm-hmm. such a cool life. And you think, oh, if I just went to Fiji, like mm-hmm. I could be on the beach having a good time too. And then you get to Fiji and you're like, why do I feel so alone still? Yeah. It's because you haven't really found your happiness and you're looking at everyone else's, you know, projected sense yeah. of happiness. And it just becomes this like dark web that you spend down when you don't have a sense of self. Yeah. Yeah.
3: I think, I think, I think you got to just, I think the end advice would be, I would say reevaluate. I don't think you need to stick it out unless you feel like it's worth it and you feel like you actually like it there. And yeah. And if you know why you're there, like, uh, like
4: you said, how you're there to Get an education. Mm-hmm. So if there's a field that you're studying that you're actually really passionate about, I think focusing on that will make you more happy. But if you're just there because that's where you're where you're supposed to go and yeah. that's what you're supposed to do because everyone else is doing it, then that can definitely contribute to a lot of unhappiness and confusion and darkness.
3: And you're allowed to have picked the wrong college. Yeah, fuck it. I mean, don't fuck it. But <laughs> get your education. Just or do if that makes do it in a way that's to make you happy. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, wishing you all the luck.
7: Let us
8: know. And uh,
3: on to the next. So
7: I'm going to get right to the point. Um, I am almost 23. Um, my boyfriend and I have been together for over six years. And we're both, being, um, we're both close to being done with college and are excited to move on to the next stages in life together. The only problem we kind of are facing right now is that I'm allergic to weed and my boyfriend likes to smoke. Um. He only smokes once or twice a week with his roommates and never when I'm around, but my allergy is getting worse and has gotten to the point where if I even smell weed, I break out in hives, um, so I have to avoid his apartment and him if he's smoked within the past like 48-ish hours. Um, we've had many discussions about how the fact that he smoked could literally kill me and that in our state it's still illegal, and so I'm not a huge fan that he's breaking the law when he smokes, but... Um, we're kind of on such different sides of this argument that I have no idea what to do. It almost makes me feel like he doesn't take my allergies seriously and like he might see me as like a killjoy because even though I was in a sorority at one point, I'm not a huge partier um, when it comes to like alcohol and drugs in general. Um, but I really don't care if people smoke weed, but just the fact that he smokes weed really like hurts. Um, The problem that we're really facing is that I want to be able to live with him and, like, we're both about to be done with school and we'll probably get married one day. But because of my allergy and resistance to dropping the habit, I really don't know what to do because my health is kind of on the line. Um, I'm not one to give an ultimatum, but I'm kind of stuck at this point. Is saying, like, leave or me a good option? Would
3: really love and appreciate your input. I've never heard of, like, hives allergy. Yeah. It. it
5: It's if you handle it and you are allergic to it, then, um, you can get itchiness, red skin, hives, dry, scaly skin, and it can be like so bad. You go into anaphylactic shock.
3: Okay. So that's what I was going to say. I was going to pair it to, I'm allergic to pine. I'm allergic to everything, but I'm allergic to pineapple. And that's for me, pineapple is the only one that pineapple and MSG monosodium glutamate, uh, are the only ones that for me are anaphylactic shock and That's like... Can't eat pineapple? No. That sucks, man. If my boyfriend fucking loved pineapple, he wouldn't eat it. Yeah. Like, even if it's one of the things, like, for me, it's like, I can be physically around it. I just, like, can't touch it, and it would have to, like, be in a plastic bag, in the fridge, in its, like, separate area. Yeah. And I wouldn't be able to kiss him, and he still wouldn't, like... Even with that, if it's a fruit salad somewhere and I'm not eating it, he'll be like, oh, no pineapple because he's like, well, no, I'm not going to like risk it, do that at all. Even like if we do the safest precautions, he's like, that's just like not necessarily worth it. Yeah. So does your boyfriend know how like, like serious Yeah, it, 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 it does is? sound like
4: he's not taking it seriously at yeah. all. And that's really hurtful. Your feelings are totally valid. Um, In, in a way, he's choosing marijuana over yeah. you yeah. because he needs it so much that even if it hurts you, mm-hmm. He needs to do it.
3: Can he have it? Can she? Like, what if she's around edibles? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, we have to see. Have you made the argument? I but want. But
5: they're uh, also in a place where it's not legal, so edibles not, might not be
6: uh, readily. What available? about vaping?
3: You know, because then you're not actually dealing yeah. with the actual
6: plant leaf or yeah. plant.
3: Yeah. But has your arguments to him been about the fact that, like, you say that you don't care if other people smoke weed, you just don't like that he smokes weed? and you just don't like that he's doing it because it's, like, illegal in general, has your argument to him come from that place? Because that sounds like not... More possessive. That sounds like a place of judgment, too. Right, right. And, like, you guys have different lifestyle choices, and uh, you have a different side of opinions on this, but I think if you come from that place, it's, like... There can be something that you're like, yeah, cool. Not for me, but like, I don't care if anybody else does it. But if you kind of come at it from a place of being like, Mm -hmm. I don't like that you do this. This is illegal. Like, I don't really like this. I don't like this. And you don't come from like the health perspective first. I think he's probably just being like a stubborn, like 20 something guy who's like, no, I want to be cool and smoke weed. Yeah. Or is there like a a documentary or something like just come at it from the health angle? More? I don't know. Maybe you are and he's just like a complete fucking idiot. I don't know. If I just think that if he can't give it up or either, if he,
4: either he gives it up because you make him give it up and not, not his choice to give it up and then he resents you and then that's a terrible relationship or uh he keeps doing it and then it hurts you physically and then it hurts you and then that's not a good relationship because you're dead so the only way that this would get resolved and you would have a good healthy relationship and move on is if it was his choice and he saw how much it was hurting you and he chose out of free will to be like you know what I love you more than this. Yeah. And and so really, that's what it's going to have to come down to. Um, because otherwise, if it's just like you making him quit, that's just somewhat he was going to want to rebel against it. Yeah. And, and he's p- going to resent not being able to.
3: Maybe he's trying to just like get that fun in before you guys live together. Um, and you saying that he's not smoking around you and he's like respectful of that. So he's not like you're you're not being bombarded necessarily with it. A, your allergy is getting worse. So I think like come at it from that place. But I mean, when my boyfriend and I started dating, uh, when you said you felt like a killjoy, <laughs> my life is a killjoy. Like mm-hmm. I am the biggest killjoy. <laughs> um, my boyfriend stopped like drinking as much as he did with his like his like just casually or like going out like clubbing, going out and doing that kind of like rowdy single 20 year old guy, like just like partying hard kind of thing. Cause like, I'm not into drugs and I'm not, I don't drink. And so that though, it wasn't a conversation. Like I didn't have to be like, Hey, by the way, like, I don't really want to date somebody who like, like is really like a super hardcore partier. He just knew that and implemented it. But then at the same time, if he goes out with his friends, like he's still going to like party and do that kind of thing because I'm not yeah. around, and not in like a douchey way. So I don't know if there's like for him, like, is there a way that he's allowed to? When you started dating your ex, though, um, was
4: were your lifestyles already that way? My current boy, or my but, No, the, the one that you're talking about right my now. My current boyfriend. Oh, it was your current boyfriend. Yes, yeah. oh, okay. Um. So were your lifestyles like that before you started dating? I wasn't a big drinker, and he was. Yeah, he part like, Okay. he's like because I this like girl. Him. It sounds like that you started dating when you were 17 and then now Uh. they're 23 and people grow apart Mm -hmm. i started dating my ex the one that i moved to la with when i was 18 and then when we were 23 i just realized we were completely different you know like i thought we were really the same when we were 18 and Mm -hmm. then after being an adult for a while and living on our own i realized like oh yeah you're totally not my type at all. And and it was really hard. That breakup was so hard because nobody did anything wrong. Yeah, And I still loved him, but I wasn't in love with him. Mm -hmm. And how do you do, how do you break up with somebody like that? It was a really, really hard breakup. I had to end up doing it because he was still in love with me. Mm -hmm. Um, But yeah, I just kind of distanced myself. So it could It could also, and I'm not saying this is true in your case, but you might want to examine like whether or not you guys have just grown apart and maybe this is kind of something he's doing to distance himself by not giving it up.
3: Yeah. Come at it from a health angle, like a hundred percent and like just serve him the facts. Don't have it like laden with like judgment and emotion and uh, like Disdain, or like the fact that it's illegal, and all this other stuff. Just focus it on it being about your health. Make sure he's educated on it, so he knows the kind of decision that he's making, and then give him a chance to change. And then Mm -hmm. if he doesn't change, take that as that's what he's that's what he's going to say.
4: Yeah, and there are other people out there. I know it sounds like you know this has been the most serious relationship that Mm -hmm. you've probably had in your life. So you're like, this is the one. But I swear to God, you don't have to settle. Mm -mm. Like there are so many people, and there's there's a person that will value you for there's multiple people for everybody i'm not a believer
3: in soulmates i'm like there are multiple people that you can end up with in this world and you not one of them i don't think you're ever going to really have to settle for something like potentially going into anaphylactic shock (laughs) yeah (laughs) Yeah. well let us know how it goes and best of luck don't die good luck um i am 20 years old and i
7: go to a super small liberal arts school in ohio and okay So the thing about going to a small liberal arts school is you either play a sport or you're in a fraternity. So keep that in mind. (laughs) So I dated this guy my freshman year of high school. I'm currently in my junior year. And um, when we dated, it was fine. But after the fact, I realized he was such an asshole. Like after we broke up, we hooked up a lot and I super regret it. But like... It got super messy, like, he would tell people I raped him, he definitely took advantage of me, and it's just, like, super shitty. I have so many friends that are in the same fraternity as this guy that I dated, so we, like, I have super close ties with that fraternity. Um, And now, this is where it gets tricky, okay, so I have a crush on a boy that's in this fraternity and, like, he would Snapchat or, like, I, we Snapchat sometimes and I always Snapchat him first and he's, like, always the one that responds and is always super flirty and two of my best friends are in this fraternity so it's super hard to, like, cut ties with it and I just, like, I have a really hard time, like, separating myself from being, like, this guy's ex-girlfriend and I don't know how to move past it. I feel like everyone because I have so many close friends in this fraternity and I feel like they all think of me as this guy's ex-girlfriend and like this crush on a boy that I have I feel like he doesn't want to date me because I'm this guy's ex-girlfriend technically even though it was super shitty and I wish I like it never happened so I need some help what advice would you give a girl to like? I don't know I don't want to be known as this guy's ex-girlfriend and I really really like this guy and I don't know how to like get him to think of me as like not this girl's or this guy's ex-girlfriend
3: <laughs> does this guy care
7: No,
4: no, no. And and it's so hard because, oh, I know it's such a big deal right now. I know it's such a big deal. (laughs) But like, oh, I'm so like that older sibling or mom or whatever. That's Mm -hmm. like, oh, once you get past, once you get uh, over college, like none of this will matter. Like this is not anything.
3: But also like, I, I mean, I will say I definitely I don't know. I I don't know if I would call it a mistake or not. Um, it made for a really great chapter in my book, um, coming out soon, guys, this spring. Check Peer it out. Pre-order my de? book. Peer um <laughs> You're not special, go on Amazon. Uh, but I started dating uh a guy like my <laughs> second week of freshman year of college. And he this is a creepy part. He was an orientation leader and I immediately saw him and I was like, I will date him. Like mm-hmm. at, like my college orientation, like figured out who he was and then like told the girls that I when I joined a sorority and they're like, Oh my God, we know him. Let's like go to his house. And I was like drunk. And I was like, <laughs> feel like we're going to date. And he was like, sure. Um, so I, we dated like literally, like that's how I was introduced. And that was like at college. So like I had that title of being like, once we broke up, I was his ex-girlfriend. Uh, did not stop me from hooking up with other people. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Like, God, like you can be known as that. A, if you were really known as that and it was like he was harboring a lot of negative feelings, you wouldn't have friends in his fraternity. Like, mm-hmm. that's not how it would work. Uh, They would, like, completely... Like, it would... Yeah, they wouldn't want to be your friend if it was that, like, such a huge deal. And this guy wouldn't be flirting with you and text like this is his sign of showing you that he doesn't give a shit who you dated before. Yes. And you might date this guy and then you'll be known as his ex-girlfriend. Like, yeah, I don't think if this guy is still worried about like talking about it, I kind of think it might a wait, be in your wait, head. You think this guy is flirty, flirting back if he's Snapchatting her? But she's always Snapchatting him first. But is he responding Flirty. I don't know. Did mm, he? Did know. she say that? No, she oh, just said he. That I she's Snapchat. They Snapchat's were flirting on
4: Snapchat. Well, maybe she's flirting. Um, See, this is where it gets dicey because I, I wish I knew the details because yeah. I don't want to give you the wrong advice. No, she did say it's always super flirty. Oh, it's always yeah. super yeah. flirty. Has okay, he made a move? Okay.
3: Like, I mean, I don't. like I just feel like if a girl
4: is showing you like signs yeah. that she wants to hook up, yeah, and you're in a frat, I, I would think if it's flirty both ways that oh. you would hook up yeah that would happen had
3: the opportunity i think like if you if there's an opportunity where you go to a party at their frat and like he's there and then he doesn't like flirt with you and he doesn't talk to you and he's like hooking up with some other girl like take that like Mm -hmm. if unless you really want to like ask him and like really get like potentially really rejected yeah yeah it's like i don't if you're Especially in college. Like if you're into somebody and somebody's into you, like yeah. shit happens, happens hella happens fast. So fast. So give if you haven't given the opportunity for it to happen and like this is like you've been stopping yourself because you're convinced that this other guy's Everyone like potentially gonna ruin every relationship you have forward. Um, but if you've also like given an opportunity and he hasn't kind of taken it. Yeah, that's daughter, what I
4: thought happened. I thought that maybe. she was getting rejected by him. And so I was like, hey, this is <laughs> you gotta move on. Yeah. <laughs> you know, be
5: maybe girl. Maybe she needs to go date somebody that's not in the fraternity. Yeah, yeah, great. Yeah. You, sport gotta, guy. you yeah. gotta
3: make the fucking rounds. This is the thing. You yeah. don't go to Pike and then you don't stay at Pike. You right. go to Fiji. Mm-hmm. Then yes. you go to Phi Cap and then you go to Sig yep. Then you like you make the fucking rounds and you do it again. So if you started AE Pi yeah. like me, or actually nope, started at FISA. Mm, no, Fiji. Okay, great. No, So you got to start and then you, and then you can slowly come back. So then by mm. the end, like end of my, um, or right before I dropped out sophomore year, I like finally came back to AUPi, and I was like, okay, I can, I can be here for a minute, but like, don't, yeah. Don't stay in one place too long. Make like, do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, totally. It like, so you there's so many routes you can go also. like I know that's why I had to leave. I literally <laughs> dated everybody who I was even mildly interested in that. I was like, yeah. cool. There is nobody left for me to hook up with.
4: Yeah. I'm out. <laughs> if you really want to piss off this guy, you know, just hook up just with his up. big bro. That, bro. yes. <laughs> not little
3: bro. Big was bro. bro going to say all of it. his
4: friends. Yeah. You know? And too. then it's like, now you're not this guy's ex. You're a girl that, you know, yeah. likes
3: to hook up with people. Okay. Well, good luck with that. Yeah. And stay safe. Protection. Breath because also don't get STDs. Mm-hmm. Revenge or gl- pre- glow dim. up. Thing. Yeah. And then also a revenge glow up. Yeah. And maybe he'll glow down. Yeah. Yeah. Dim. 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 <laughs>
4: Oh, that's a good one. I love it. Dim down.
3: Okay, guys, we're going on a break. And um, we will be back. Bye. Bye. A lot
2: can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com.
4: And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. quince.com slash style.
3: Today's episode is brought to you by a sponsor we love, 310 Nutrition. 310 Nutrition is helping us, you, our listeners, okay okay everybody we are back from our break did Did you miss miss us us? oh my god i was (gasps) just gonna say that we're like
4: on the same level now we
3: finish each other's sentences sandwiches Sandwiches. that's what i was just (laughs) saying okay let's hop back into calls i'm 21
7: And so I am a junior in college, and I um, am exploring, you know, the dating world again after, you know, breaking up with my boyfriend of three years. And um, I've just kind of run into some assholes, if I'm being honest. Like, and one particular asshole, um, we met on Tinder which was like kind of weird for me like i wasn't super comfortable with it but anyways you're all that um we met on tinder and i'm like really really short i'm four foot ten and he is like five six or five five or something like that and He honestly comes off as, like, having little man syndrome, like, I'm not a doctor or anything, but that's honestly what it seems like, and he just, like, has no chill, and we stopped talking, like, I was, like, set up with him, we got into an altercation, and I just was like, you know what, you're kind of an asshole, and so he you know, was still following me on social media and saw like, I'm not getting Months later um, that I've been talking to another guy and posting pictures with him. And he's like, wow, you're a hoe. And I'm like, what do you mean I'm a hoe? And he's like, well, you, you probably started having sex with that guy, like within minutes or something like that. And I'm like, what? Like, what does that have to do with anything? Like, I was like, yeah, had." He's, like, I was, like, we had sex, like, pretty, like, off the bat. Like, what is that, like, what does that matter? And he's, like, only because I asked you to. And it's just super, like, backwards. And it honestly stresses me out that, like, I'm having to deal with this. Like, he was, like, you're a hoe, you're a bitch. Like, I know that he's, like, jealous, but, like, I don't know why this bothers me. But, like, why does it bother him? And like, how could I like tell this kid off and just be like get the fuck away? And I see him sometimes, like in passing at school. So just I'd like to know what to do because this kid stresses me out. Oh my
4: god. But just block him on everything.
3: Yeah. I mean, this is the kind of guy that wants he wants you to respond. Yeah. And like my original advice would have been like just fucking ignore it. Yeah. As somebody who's confrontational and yeah. loves to tell somebody off, especially like at school, like yeah. on campus, like in front of other people. I love that. Anytime I think my friends got cheated on, like the friends I had in college for five minutes, I was like, let me talk to him <laughs> in, the li- in the library during finals week. Um, even someone who's super confrontational, like if somebody else is like confronting you in that situation, that's because they want a reaction. Yeah. And like the mo- the most upset you're going to get him and the way that you're really going to get under his skin is to not fucking respond. Yeah. And it'll it'll
4: feed him if you respond. Yes. It doesn't matter what type of attention it is. He just wants your attention.
3: My friends and I started, we've started realizing and talking about the fact that no matter how. You treat a guy, a guy is going to feel the same way about you. Like, mm-hmm. we, so we've decided, like, if you want to date with a guy, and if I'm really interested in him, he's going to be as interested as he is. Like, no matter what, if I'm a total dick to him, he's still going to be completely as interested as I was, as he was before that. This guy, like, if you give him, no matter what you do, he's going to come at you with like the same. If you if you match what he's doing, he's doing this because he's like he's enjoying getting this rise out of you. Like, mm-hmm. you're not proving any sort of point at all. Like, yeah. He's, he's getting off on that kind of confrontation and drama. So uh, it, even if it's something that you're like, if I heard someone say this to me, this would really help me. Like, no. you have to go about it from a completely different tactic because no. he's he's being the aggressive one. So yeah. like, you he's gotta be He's still obsessed
4: that. with you. Yeah. So block him. Isn't it nice you can block people's phone numbers now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I remember like seven years ago, you couldn't block and my ex would like... You know, text mm-hmm. or call or whatever, and I actually had to use a service that made it sound like my number was out of order when that number <gasps> called. Ooh. I forgot what that service. Was. I think it was called you. It was you something. I can't remember. Wow. But yeah, and so I told him I'm like I'm changing my number, and then whenever he would call, it sounded like I did change my number. Oh, that's that was impressive. the only thing I could do. Yeah, but and I blocked him on Facebook anywhere I could block him. Mm-hmm. I, I blocked him. Instagram wasn't really around yet.
3: Yeah, I know. Right? So it's weird. To I know. Think I've really recently started getting into muting people on Instagram. Oh. I love yeah, that. This I'm is all liberating. It. Yes. Mm-hmm. It's like YouTube comments. Like mm-hmm. the
4: way that it happened. You can't, it doesn't really ban people anymore, yeah. but it just hides them from yeah. anyone else seeing what
3: they're saying. I'm like I it's love the best. this. It's like without starting drama and you just get to kind of like walk away from it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was going to say the reason why this bothers you is because he's being a dick. Like, yeah, that's why, like if someone talks to, to you, you terribly, like someone calls you a hoe, like that's going to bother you. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't think like, you don't owe him any sort of explanation. And I think also there's maybe potentially if this is me in the situation so I'm projecting there's kind of like a part of you that like when you are happy with this other guy there is something a little bit flattering about another guy coming out of the woodwork being like I mean that happened when my boyfriend I started yeah. dating I had like a couple guys that I was talking to before they're like oh wow so you're dating someone new and I responded because I was yeah. like oh wow I feel so hot in yeah. <laughs> and desirable right now. so cool but then ultimately I was like oh no you're just like being like a like a sore loser and like mm-hmm. kind of a dick because like I didn't I wasn't into you yeah. and now I'm happy but like why 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 am I wasting me being happy talking to somebody who even at the time when I didn't have another op, like it was you were the person I was seeing. I was like, yeah, no, I'd rather not. I'd rather be single than date. Uh you. And now I'm not single and happy. Why the fuck am I giving you the time of day? Exactly. There's you don't gain anything from it. And if you see him on campus, like literally, just ignore him. Nothing's gonna piss him off more and send him into like an embarrassing rage that someone's gonna capture and yeah. like put on Twitter, and it's gonna like blow up and be viral. Act like you don't recognize him. Yeah. I love that. Oh like, my god. Wait, what was your name again? <laughs> if you want to be, I don't know, because I'm being really bitchy and that's sent mean to short people because I'm tall, so I can't make that. But I'm not gonna say it. But you know, yeah, um yeah. And also, I do love the fact that uh, a doctor could diagnose short-
4: <laughs> for a short man syndrome. <laughs> Well, you have Imagine. a case of short man syndrome. That's uh, what Napoleon. I have here on your
3: charts. Uh, I, I see some... you are under five six. You have some aggression issues, <laughs> and uh, you DM people on uh, Instagram who don't respond to you and call them a whore. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh, okay, small man <laughs> syndrome. Well, yeah. Best of luck and good luck with the new yeah. guy. Congrats on the new yeah. guy. Okay, on to the next. I went out with this guy back
7: in high school, my senior year in 2016. Um, recently, I ran into one of his family members, and I asked how he was doing, because I knew he had gotten married. He was a really great Christian guy, just like me. And we kind of hit it off, but he left for school to Florida. And I ran to one of his family members, and they're like, yeah, well, he's not doing too well. You should check his wife's Facebook page. So I check his Facebook page, and it turned out that in 2015, a year before we dated, he murdered somebody on accident. He shot him on accident and then hid the body. Period. I'm not really sure how to feel about this and I'm not really sure if I should reach out because he still is a good Christian man and we're still friends. And so I'm just not really sure how to feel about this. Anyways, so yeah. He murdered him on accident and then he hit the body and he had his car crushed. And he's married now, but he's already 50 years in prison. So I just not really sure how to feel about this. And um, I thought I'd get your advice. Okay, bye.
3: Okay. I just oh. need to st-
5: I just want to say, I think you missed the part because you were laughing, oh, but God. he crushed the car after he uh, hid the body. I definitely oh, missed that part. <laughs> no. My
3: God okay let's just have like a little bit of like like just okay you can't accidentally murder murder someone also that would be involuntary manslaughter like yes. let's just talk about that like and also he's the, convicted then because he's yeah. going to prison uh, for, and so, he
4: hit the body yeah cr- so. He, <laughs> so you're tampering with the crime scene and yeah. oh he's my, guilty yeah. it's not even like a hit and run where he just like left like yeah. he literally what okay first of all Wait, isn't it in the Bible to not kill? Is it, <laughs> yeah, So wait, how is he, not kill. How, he, so he
3: accidentally murdered someone, but he's a good Christian man. How he's not,
4: <laughs> well, he's not very good at being Christian because he killed me. <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like he <laughs> like can't kill? That's
3: the number one. <laughs> Pretty sure you, you can't oh, do that. My God, he's a bad Christian, homie. What is? No offense. What's up with you, like yeah. girl? We gotta talk. You should feel really disgusted by this guy. Yes. And honestly, not to shit on you. Probably she'd feel, if this was me, I'd be like, wow, I'm a fucking idiot for going out with this guy. I dodged a bullet. Thank God I dodged. Because it happened after. After. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? Like, how, like, think, like, I'm glad that I didn't spend more time with him and, like, I'm okay and that I didn't, I don't know, like shit, I need to reevaluate my picker and like figure out if I wasn't picking up on something sketchy yeah, as fuck. It was just two years ago. Yes. You don't, you should feel
4: weird as shit. Very weird. And, and no, well, and the murder uh, happened in 2015. And yeah. she went out with him It's mid- 2016. 2016. It's, it's, and so it's been three years also. Yeah. So he 100- the, whole time, the whole time he was with her and afterwards he yes. felt no guilt or uh, any sort uh, of thing. That, didn't
3: update my, fr- okay, This I mean granted My friend went on a date With this guy who was uh, He had like seven he literally their first date he's like by the way i just want to let you know i have a court date coming up i um i've committed about four different felonies and she was like okay granted she stayed for like the rest of the day because she wanted to hear like yeah, what yeah well, i'd be definitely he told her on the first fucking date and like even this guy we cannot me, my friend and i have agreed like he's pretty much scum he didn't tell us exactly what he did but just figuring out how many felonies like they're only like what are considered felonies yeah he, like figured out arson must have been involved like this guy's not good right and even he Managed to tell her on her first fucking date. Well, so that, like, you know, you have a choice. Like, you get to know, okay, I'll stay with you willingly knowing that. It's like having a kid or not. Like... That's like being like, oh, yeah. this is something that would like potentially affect not, it doesn't the just, relationship. this yeah. is a, it affects everybody. Yes. I'm potentially and, taking a job in China. And how
4: does she, how is she still like, I'm sorry, how are you still defending him and oh. knowing that his, the the murdered guy's family is like looking for a body all yes. of these years and now they finally get closure and you're like, oh, I feel bad for the
3: murderer my yeah. boyfriend I had. And also I'm not to like make this about religion because I'm not religious, but like the, uh, being, being a good, like just because you're a Christian doesn't like mean you're good, mean you're a good person. No. And it also like, this is not, I'm not shitting on anybody's religion. As long as your religion doesn't like affect other people and like say that other people's existence should, that other people shouldn't exist or invalidate or take away other people's rights, believe what you want to believe, whatever makes you Whatever, like, yeah, whatever, whatever what, feels true sa- to you. Yeah, and, like, satiates yeah. you and gives you that feeling of, like, hope and all of those things. That's great as long as it's about for you. But somebody was fucking killed in this, and you're using that as a blanket statement for, like, no. he's still a good guy.
4: Just be- yeah, just because you're Christian doesn't make you good. No. I mean, I was-, I was raised Catholic, and then I was Christian, and then now I just, I'm spiritual, like, mm-hmm. I have a relationship with God, but, like, I'm not part of a religion and one of i one, one of the things i didn't like about religion was the structure and the and the and this notion that as long as you're part of this church then you're a good person yes. or you're a bad person if you're not part of this church it that to me that doesn't define your character No, uh, this like being part or not part of something um so yeah you need to see this person as an individual mm-hmm. not as Someone that's part of your group, but mm-hmm. as a person that's an individual that made these choices on his own that were actually against your religion. So, yeah. you know, it's like Yikes. a
3: moral issue. That's the thing. It's like it's mm-hmm. a moral issue. Like yeah. someone can be a part of any sort of organization, but if they don't, if they their morals, that's what speaks for them. Like mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. You don't get it. It's not a get out of jail free card. Like yeah. you did something hella fucked up morally, and they took away someone else's right to live. Yeah, you know, and that's like and, and hit it. And, and hit, hit it. it. Like, that's the worst, girl. Girl, like watch, if, like good God, like just forensic files. Watch, like and watch, watch some crime shit. And Dude, I've been like,
4: obsessed with making a murderer because uh, oh season two God. just came out, yeah. and I'm just like, we just finished it last night, and it's just, oh my God, I'm so into all that shit. But yeah,
3: God, it's just, and also like, it just pisses me off because there, there's like so much sadness for people who. When involuntary manslaughter is a thing. Like somebody who's got a substance abuse yes. problem got behind the wheel and killed somebody while they were drunk driving. And that guilt that those people must feel. Mm-hmm. And they do. Like walking or, around this whole time knowing that they hurt someone unintentionally because yeah. of like a selfish choice or something like th- that was happened like that. And then you're giving you're putting this guy in that category. Well, like,
4: even if they weren't didn't have a problem like uh, so my neighbor hit somebody and killed him. Um, But this guy was jaywalking and it was during an hour of the morning where the sun was like perfectly blocking that. And it was, there was no crosswalk or anything. And my neighbor like ran him over Mm -hmm. at like 45 miles an hour. And he was just like, Whoa, what, you know, just in so much shock for like weeks and months, just like didn't know how to feel was just sobbing uncontrollably could not handle that. He like killed somebody. That's an accident. Yeah. Shooting someone and hiding the body and crushing a car, that's not an accident. No. We need definitions for words. Yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. And also, again, accidental murder is not a thing. Mm. Murder involves intent to kill. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I just, I think you need to figure out, like, on your end, like, why do you want to reach out to me? Yeah. Right. And, like, the family member told
5: you to check the wife's Facebook page. So are you friends with the wife, too?
3: Yeah. And also, how long did you, like, date for this to be like no matter who i fucking dated from my past like my, my high school boyfriend it could have like i found out now that he like accidentally killed somebody my or purposefully in his case and i wouldn't my instinct wouldn't be like i should reach out to him to see how he's doing my yeah. instinct would be like oh my god i wonder how that family is doing of that person like that is so heartbreaking and sad right like n- you know what i kind of feel like
4: maybe because i'm just trying to understand the mindset of what would make you want to reach out Sometimes maybe it's a little sexy to be part of the drama. Like something Mm -hmm. big happens and you're like, oh shit, I was part of that. I was part of that guy's life. So that's the only thing I can think of. And then you just need to check your own self. Like, yeah, what is the, what is your intention for this?
3: Yeah. And yeah, you just need, yeah, that's what you need to figure out. And you need to not reach out to him and focus on uh, guys who, can be a part of if you, that's what you want to date people part of your religious organization but people who are good people and like not, actually good people mm-hmm. yeah and not just yeah. oh cool he's Christian so he therefore he's a good person mm-hmm. so focus on like the people amongst that he talked about God a lot
4: and like recited verses so therefore mm-hmm. he's a good person yeah
3: so if he shoots somebody it's okay yeah like what the fuck <laughs> we said a Hail Mary verse so yeah oh my god <laughs> Holy goddamn tits. He got married like
5: a year, I guess it would have been soon right after he dated you. So Mm -hmm. no, no,
3: no, 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 not at all. Just think about this as something. This is a great story to tell people at parties. Mm -hmm. If you Mm -hmm. listen to the podcast, My Favorite Murder, you can do your hometown on this and be like, let me tell you guys the story about this. Great. Use it for that. But like, Mm -hmm. by no means is this like anything that you should be Thinking anything else besides, like, thank God that wasn't me. And, oh, God, I need to make sure to ask any guy I take from now on. Mm-hmm. Hey, have you killed anybody before? Accidentally murdered someone? Yeah. Have you murdered someone and the body, hit a body a and crushed a car? Just, I just need to check because yeah. that happened. Also,
4: his poor fucking wife. I hope I they don't have kids. What if the wife is like, he's a good Christian man, though? Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. Can you imagine? I can.
3: <laughs> yeah. It's not a good maybe yeah interesting Ugh. very interesting well i wonder maybe no but also she probably did say something like that because how else would she know that he was accidentally she, oh, he accidentally murdered right, someone right yeah oof oof oof
1: and oof. i like
5: how the family member just didn't say it outright because <laughs> she was oh like check face just, face just face. go look at That's his so wife. face, face it's like
1: face some them? drama it's yeah. like mm-hmm. ooh, did you
4: hear you need to go Small check town this town out ship. for yourself yeah because like, uh, I remember this guy at my high school, he got killed in a bad drug deal. Like he was the one doing the bad drug deal thing. And he had just texted me the night mm. before. And I thought it was so creepy, like, you know, and I got like kind of obsessed with what happened. Yeah, because it was just so kind of close to me. Mm-hmm. And so in a way, that's the only way I can think that maybe you're like, ooh, I should reach out because mm-hmm. you were at one point close to that person. And now they did something fucked up. And themselves in a terrible situation but really really just like get at peace with it with yourself and let it go
3: yeah well is it time for what are we calling it Melissa's happiest hour?
5: Or- <laughs> Ooh. Melissa's moments? It's, no, it's time for uh, listener advice.
3: Woo, woo. If you guys have
5: a better name, we're, we're uh, <laughs> workshopping it. So let us
4: know. <laughs> you can
3: hear her uncertainty. Listeners. Uncertainty advice. advice. Ding, ding, ding. Ding, 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 ding. ding. Let's make it shiny. Yeah. yeah. Sparkles. So this is the part where uh, people call in with their own advice with the other calls that we've had for different episodes. So something that they might have Personal experience with oh, sometimes cool. I get yelled at for doing something wrong, mm. but we don't like. I don't like Liz when she picks those ones. <laughs> so, but it's nice. But for ones that we have no relation to, so maybe from this episode, somebody will call in and be like, "I also dated somebody who murdered somebody."
8: Hi, um, I'm 22 years old, and I just had some insight on the episode with Andrea Russet um, for the girl who said that she got drunk and her coworker's husband or fiance um, ended up sexually assaulting her and she hooked up with her friend or they finally got sexually intimate with her friend of five years um i kind of did the same thing after my um i was raped at 16 and it was my first sexual experience and it was horrible but i did the same thing i ended up going on Tinder like three months later and just getting my body back, getting, being in control and having sex with, with guys. So I felt like I was in control and, um, and I didn't tell any of them. Um, none of them asked me why I was doing what I was doing. I didn't tell anybody. And honestly, my advice to her is that you don't need to tell anybody. Um, I do advise that if you do want to talk about it, you do see somebody, a therapist, or they also have groups, um, therapy groups for multiple people who have been in this situation or who have been sexually assaulted. So just knowing that you are not alone. And like Megan said with the Me Too movement, um, there's so many women and and even males that that go through sexual assault and go through these traumatic events and you're, just, you're never alone. And I just wanted to share that with her, that she's not alone and she doesn't have to tell anybody. To, I didn't tell anybody until like six years after um, the actual event happened. And that was like my first serious boyfriend um, we were actually even engaged and he was the first person I ever told.
3: Mm. That's awesome. Yeah. Makes me so like, we, I think we had said this in the, the reference to the me too thing in that call that I was like, it sucks that so many people totally relate to this story. Um, and like, yeah, proof in that. So, yeah. Ugh. But, but yeah, but I think I'm happy. Like the finding your healing of like taking your body back,
4: like whatever works for I, you, you know?
3: Mm-hmm. Cause it's not about anybody else. No. Like at all. Like, and yeah cuz that wasn't about it's also like taking your body back that's about like your control and your power and that mm-hmm. and like and sexuality consent. and that and like yeah. like being feeling like a sexual being and like feeling like 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 hot and sexy and powerful mm-hmm. and it's not about like uh, an act of like rage and something no. that's not they're two totally unrelated things yeah. that suck that they're core like that the they're the same physical act that gets correlated Um, I think group therapy sounds like a really like great idea, especially, um, if like anybody, I mean, anybody who's listening to this, who has any sort of similar experience, which sadly is probably a lot of people. Um, if you don't want to talk to like a therapist, it might be really nice to do like something group related, a to hear other people's stories and kind of how they're healing from that. And then also that sense of, Okay, everybody's kind of dealing with this stuff together, so you don't feel as alone. Mm-hmm. And so I think that'd be a, a great call for anybody who's doing that. And uh thank you so much for calling and sharing that because you totally didn't have to, and I'm sure hopefully that she hears that and yeah. feels better about it too. Cause yeah, that was a that was a that was a dark one. Yeah, yeah. like not a fun one. Yeah. On that note, guys. Our episode is done. Thank you so much for being on. Thanks for having me. This was was really fun. Thank you. Hope someone got something out of that. And I'm glad we have Mm -hmm. another college dropout here to really even out. Yes. All 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 the college that's happening.
4: How long did you go for? A year and like, um, I don't know, a month of the next semester. Okay. Yeah. Well, go well, us. Yeah, We're go us. Follow
3: your path. Follow yeah. your, you
4: know, <laughs> your <laughs> journey. Speaking
3: of following, where can people follow you on the internet? Oh my gosh, good segue.
4: At Nikki Limo is my handle on everything. Uh, it's N i k k i l i m o. I also have a podcast called "Shit They Don't Tell You" with my husband. It's when we talk about all the shit that we wish that people
3: told us that mm. they didn't mm-hmm. about like finance, relationships, all that stuff. Oh, yeah. So I, my friends and I constantly have this ongoing joke where we say we we feel like we missed the class on something. Yes. We're like, so did. I missed the class yeah. on like when. How do people know the, hat, this thing? And like any of those things. So yeah. I'm like, how do you? Did I miss? When did we all learn how to do this? <laughs> I, I didn't. Was it in the college that I missed? Yeah, I no, always ask my friends it. who went to college. like, no, I didn't <laughs> no, learn. I was like, okay, this is weird then. Why do I not know? Yeah. Like stocks, bonds. Uh, if you always want to follow Melissa and I on socials, we'll also do be that. listed down below. And if you want to call in for an upcoming episode, the phone number is 310 694 0976. The uh the international listeners, all y'all international listeners, can email us an audio file at Meganpodcast at gmail.com. Uh the YouTube video guys for watch this will be up today. At the same time. So you guys can Hell now yeah. you listen to it. Good job. Now, do you want to watch it? Do you want to see our outfits? Or it's if you pretty watched cute. it, Just go listen to it in yeah. your car. Oh <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, just like back to back. Never enough. Maybe listen yeah. to it on slow speed. And listen fast. Yeah. True, like me in that call about the yes, murder. The the car crushing. The car crushing. I mean, none of us caught it. Yeah, except but, for Melissa and if you want to check out our website it's <laughs> do me dot show our Instagram is don't blame meme pod. <laughs> don't blame me pod me fuck it's so hard I can't I can only say don't blame meme pod uh, you can check us out there and um yeah right that's it that's our housekeeping that's everything yeah i'm and, very uh,
4: impressed that you memorized a phone number
3: oh it took, it took a while. <laughs> it took like it should it, yeah yeah no we weeks. like lost
4: that ability in 2018 oh, like nobody i only
3: you know that. if if anything happened my i don't know my boyfriend's phone number yeah. i couldn't even tell you his area code really no seven something i didn't memorize my husband's until he became my husband because i was like oh i should know that like yeah as your wife if it's like official oh. emergency con like if someone it's like they, I don't know I got shot or something yeah. knock on wood I don't and they're like what's a number right now the number I'd be able to give is my best friend in San Francisco <laughs> or you can
5: give this not number helpful. It, I, honest I to it. god they, I would have to yeah.
3: I'd have to give the True. podcast number if I like got in trouble <laughs> that's it and then I know Aislinn's phone number because her you know area home code phone? is one well Aislin is yeah, good but enough I'm Not on that number she's <laughs> not in Canada me. no but I only know her area code because there's only oh. one number off from my area code do you have it listed in your phone I do but I'm saying like if the top of my head got it yeah i could have my couple of my friends home phone numbers that they don't live at the house anymore have those still stocked every hannah montana lyric still up there yep yeah but no problem with song yeah. lyrics yeah no none of the actual <laughs> important phone numbers uh-huh. but um yeah they don't want I you again. to remember as phone they numbers they don't want you to know
4: phone numbers <laughs> They want you to be dependent uh, on this phone yeah
3: fuck it <laughs> okay okay guys we'll see you next week Goodbye. bye Don't Blame Me is a production by me, produced, directed, and edited by Melissa Demons. Post-production sound by Chris Henry, production assistant Julie Carly, and music by Giacomo Picasso and Ryan Hunter. I'll see you guys next week, and don't blame me if your life, you know, completely fucks up before then. <laughs>
6: oh.